What's up, Painless Flipping Podcast listeners? Before we dive into today's episode, I've got something special for you. Recently, I had the pleasure of joining an amazing podcast, and I wanted to share that conversation with you all. It's a fantastic discussion you won't want to miss. So without further ado, let's jump into that crossover episode and hear what we had to say. Enjoy. We are live. What's going on, Landry? How you doing? Doing pretty good. How's your week been so far, Nathan? Yeah, my week's been wonderful. Okay. And I'm so excited to be here today, guys, because what we're going to do today is we're not just going to be talking about wholesaling. We're going to be doing wholesaling. That's exactly what we're going to do. And I know everyone that's watching here can benefit because we're literally going to show you how to do an ovation, how to talk to a buyer, how to call, call a seller, uh, answering a ton of your questions. But we're going to, after we answer your questions, we're going to talk about how to talk to a seller, how to offer different options. I mean, we're, we're going to blow it up today. So if you're not watching this whole thing, you're literally wasting your life, right? Because this is going to be amazing. Okay. I'm excited. This is going to be really, really good because we're going to show you guys how this looks in batch leads too and working on your wholesaling deal. So I can't wait. Um, and then I have this blurred out ready to go. We'll kind of just show you guys. Keep in mind, there's going to be some things blurred out here so that we don't get taken off of YouTube, but you'll get to kind of get the feel of what information you're looking at and all that good stuff. So let me share this just so we kind of have it there and let's get it right into it. Let's get right into it. But real quick, I'm going to preface and say what everybody's about to watch. So what happened is I do a method called painless wholesaling. I like to do deals without spending any money. Like I, I like to do deals with little to no effort. That's just my goal. I want to be like super efficient. So a wholesaler from Atlanta called me, texted me the other day and he said, Hey, Nate, I got a deal in Utah. I know you got buyers. Why? Because I tell everyone I got great buyers. I said, okay, yeah, I can help you. He said, it's not under contract, but the seller's motivated. He just wants someone to go see it. I said, okay, yeah. cool. So I texted my um, title company and I said, Hey, title company, who's buying in this specific city? Because I have buyers, but I wanted to know my, my friend at the title company always knows who's buying. So I was just, I use her. So I say, who's buying? She said, this is Chris. You've never met him before. Uh, welcome. She connected us through a text message and I met Chris, never talked to him before. I called him, met him at the house. I wasn't scared. He was going to snipe the deal for me. I didn't care about any of that. He met the seller. We talked to the seller, super easy peasy. And um, I actually have like a quick story that we can watch on TikTok that I made of it. But do you want to, should I show the story or should we show the property before we go into the story? Let's, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. Let's talk. I want to hear more about this property, like, you know, what it looked like when you got there. And then, yeah, let's, let's talk about the process. Okay. So or this, other way around, either way, whatever you want to do. Do you have it blurred by the way? Yeah, I do. So I have the address. Everything's okay. good to go. Their name's so, out, all that good stuff. So here's a good process for everyone here. You, before I go see this house, right? Because I know it's a good wholesaler. I know he's not going to send me on a goose chase on something that's not going to waste my time. And I know my buyer's legit. So I'm willing to do this. And this took me about 20 minutes. All right. So, so awesome. yeah, it's, it's freaking incredible, right? I didn't have, have to spend any money. And I'm, you know, yeah, but you know, it. it's a good buyer because it literally came from somebody you work with already at a title company. That exactly. is amazing. I love that you don't have to worry about them snaking you because the guy's not going to risk his relationship with the title company that we're both cool with. Right. We have that relationship through mutual uh, connections. So anyway, the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go to batch leads and look and understand where the property is, learn about it. And that's what we're doing right here. So we look up the property and we can see a lot of good information. Landry, go ahead. Tell us like what we can see before I even go and see the house. Like, yeah. what's Okay. 
Okay, so I won't get to show you guys all of the details in here because once again, then I won't be able to get these things blurred, just what we're using here. But when coming in and looking at the property details, I get to obviously see the things that you're first off seeing, like where is it at? Is it in a good location and somewhere that your buyers are buying or you know, you want to know where that property is, what's around it, what the property looks like, if there's photos available, of course, like as Nathan's talking about getting to actually go in the property and see what it's all about is much better, but still getting an idea of, of uh, what pictures are taken. You can skip trace them and get their contact information with a click call them, send them an email if you want to, depending on what you want to do. Get more information on how large it is, how large the lot size is. Comp the property here. Look up if they have any loans on the property or what their outstanding balance is on their mortgage, tax info, MLS data to connect with real estate agents. See if there's any description on, on the MLS. This can give you a lot of good insight too. Like, hey, this is a great fixer-upper. Or I like to do it when... You're looking at a property and they say beautifully remodeled, fix and flipped, because then you're able to find buyers through that too. Foreclosure and lien information, letting you know if there's anything that's going to interrupt your deal as well. And then owner profile, like if they own multiple properties, you could start conversations about or find them as a buyer through this. So just a ton of information as you're starting to analyze it. For sure. Let me tell you some th key things that I was able to know through having the conversation and this data. So right there, you see it says estimated value is 518 and it mm -hmm. says estimated equity is 511. So those are pretty close, right? So what I found out is that this guy owned it. He owned it free and clear. So Batch is showing you right there. It's like, hey, look, the estimated equity is like pretty much the exact same as the estimated value, which means this dude doesn't have a mortgage, right? He, he yes. owns it. So he inherited the property. As you can also see, it says the recording date is 9-10-2021. So this guy, you could either assume that he just bought it in 2021 or he inherited it in 2021. Yes. Right? What? Yeah, because he's only owned a year and four months. There's the ownership length. That's, so when I have I that conversation, that. yeah, so when I have that conversation with him, it's a good conversation. Be like, oh, I see that you pretty much own this house. Yeah, I do. There you go. Establish your knowledge. Oh, I see that you just bought it. No, no, I didn't buy it. I inherited it. So you're establishing, you're having a more credible conversation with someone by just knowing this information. And you can even go a little crazy and be like, well, look, I looks like uh, someone bought it for 37,500. Is that a, does that ring a bell? He's like, oh, that's what my parents bought it for 50 years ago. And you're like, so oh, nuts. Right. So it's really cool. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of go over <laughs> that. I made a TikTok because I like to like um, take these stories, these journeys and like put them into like a really quick journey um, yes. for everyone. So I'll show my screen real quick just so everyone can see kind of how the process went. And then we're going to walk you through right now a little bit more in depth of the, 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 the what's it called? The condition of the home. And I'm about to call my buyer and we're about to dispo this bad boy. All right. Yes. So Let us know your guys's questions. Don't be shy because Nathan's literally here breaking down an actual deal he's working on. Yeah. If there's any question that you have about how did you get your number? What did you offer? Or whatever the case is, anything that's on your mind, this is the time to ask. So chat it with us in YouTube and let us know that you're excited to get this information. Yes. So. And guys, this is applicable information. This is like high level coaching right here. I'm literally showing you step by step how yes. to do this is not like, hey, meet like a floating head video where I'm just talking the whole time and you're falling asleep. This is like the, the good stuff. Okay. Yeah, we're here together. So definitely take advantage of it. But yeah, I'm excited.
it's live everybody like we're not this isn't recorded a you know a week ago like we're here you know yeah. so let's do it so let me share my screen um, hopefully the sound comes through if the sound doesn't come through then i'll just tell people to go watch it later because yeah. it yeah. does um go through so let's see uh let's see if that'll work all right can you can you see this yes i can Okay, so again, this is a live breakdown of how to set up a walkthrough for a cash buyer when wholesaling, okay? So this is going to be a really quick thing, and we're going to dive really, a lot deeper into it. So tell me if you can hear this, Landry, when I press back. I'll show you exactly how you meet with a cash buyer. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay, it's really loud, so let me uh, turn it down a little bit. Okay. So let me let me start this thing over again. I just started a new TikTok because I'm real estate investor. I'm about to show you. Okay. All right. Everybody, real estate investors, this is it. <laughs> I know. It's always like, yeah, when you're trying to show a TikTok, you're like, one second. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Okay. All right. All right. Ready. You exactly how you meet with a cash buyer who you've never done business with before at a property that you don't even have under contract and how you're going to be able to get this deal done. Follow me on my journey. Let's do it. Now, before we hop in the car, let me explain to you what's going on. So what happened was someone in my network knows that I have great buyers in Utah. And he said, hey, can you help me wholesale this deal? The seller just needs someone to go see it. So I said, okay, let's do it. So I reached out to one of someone in my network and I said, hey, who's buying right now actively in this area? Okay, because I know the person from my title company, they always know exactly who's buying. So she, she connected me with Chris through a text message, super easy, sent the information on the deal. And now I'm meeting him. He just called me about 10 minutes ago and we talked about what's going on. Super simple process. It took me probably 20 minutes to call. Hopping in the whip. Let's go. Okay, so what, this is the story I already said. Now I'm hopping in the car. Oh, just got to the house. There it is. About to show you a better view. And there's my buyer back there. Never met him. Right there. All right. There he is. He said he just got the yard done, Chris. Oh, last summer? So I'll, I'll kind of narrate a little bit deeper. So I go to the house. Chris is here. My buyer. Never met him before. And this is the seller. We're just met outside. It's not awkward. We're just like, hey, yeah, we're going to need to take a look at the house. And then the, I say, hey, Chris, um, do you have any questions? I'm not afraid of Chris saying, hey, uh, seller um this is a wholesale i don't care like we're working together right right there so we're about to walk inside so he's showing me the house in this door i think when okay so what i do is i'm cool with the buyer i just met him but i'm like hey chris how about you tell him what work you think would need to be done on this house and what your strategy would be I'm, I'm not even okay. acting like I'm the flipper. I'm just like, hey, I work with Chris. He's flipping the house. And the guy's like, okay, cool. And Chris is here telling him exactly what he's going to do. And then, so I would come in here. I'd change all your doors, you trim, new kitchen, new bathrooms. Just do it. So Chris is talking, and I'm walking through the house. Uh, house is old. I'm just letting people know it's, this house stinks, and the seller thinks it's awesome. He's like, yeah, my house is great. I'm like, bro, your house is old. But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't tell him that. That's in my head. The way you said that, you're like, he thinks it's tight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're like, let's break it down for you to help you see the reality of, of uh, what's exactly. going on. Exactly. Which is, I know, a big thing when when going direct to seller is let's they get love, you down back to reality. They love their homes. So yes. I don't have to, we don't have to watch the rest, but I kind of wanted to show like a brief summary of like how we did that, because I think it helps people to, to like see 
how, how it's done. It's not scary. It's very easy. So good. Empire. Um, what I did is I, well, while Chris was walking through the house, I'm like um, talking to the seller and I'm like, well, what options do you have if we can't come in and get you the price you need? Oh, I'm talking to someone else later today. Oh, okay. So I'm just curious if, if we don't get you the offer you like, and they don't, how long are you going to be searching for? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. Might try a couple different people. And I said, have you thought about listing it? He's like, I, I don't really know any agents. So I am on, I'm honest in all that I do. So I said, look, man, if you, what's the goal in selling this house? He says to make as much money as I can. And I said, selling for cash is not going to get you the most money. Mm-hmm. You can. It's going to be the quickest, but it's not going to be the most. It's He's for like, really? your convenience. Right. Right. He's like, okay. So I said, um, that's why I asked him if he thought about listing it. And he's like, well, I don't really have any agent friends. So I know that I can wholesale it. I can do a novation. I can list it. I can refer it to an agent if I can't do a novation. And I know I can buy it on creative terms. So I said, the listing is going to get you the most. The next thing is if we buy, if I buy this thing from you on terms, are you open to holding like, uh, you know, financing me? He's like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So now cash is very low and he's probably not open to it because he told me he wants 400 and we have to be a lot lower. And then I say list novation listing it. So we, my buyer gave me his offer right after we left the house. He's like, I need to be around 330, 70 K difference. Yes. The guy's like, nah, I, 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 I need more. So what we're doing now is we've said, Hey, we can open this up. We have a lot of uh, people on our network, our closed network, and we can open this up and see if someone's crazy enough to pay you what you want. And the yeah. guys are okay. So what did I just tell him? I'm going to wholesale it. Yeah. Right. So I said, okay. Um, I'm going to find somebody else to help me you. with, you know, if this can be a deal, but and it's not going to be me. There's going to be other people. Yeah. And what do you say? Yeah. Sure. Cool. I don't care. <laughs> because you're out front and honest. Uh, what is it? What's the word? It's uh, I mean, you're conditioning somebody as well. You're letting them know in the beginning rather than you getting to the end. Like if everything goes smooth and you get now to signing the contract and closing the deal and they're like, wait, 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 you're, it's not just you. Yeah. But this whole time you're like, yeah, this is the person that's like, we're doing this together. I think that that's such a huge thing. And that people talk about a lot, like, how am I going to tell them? you know, it's like, just tell them in the beginning and, and lay it out so that there's no question about that later on. It's just setting proper expectations. If yeah. you don't set proper expectations in a marriage, in real estate, in, in a partnership, a business partnership, anything, it's going to go bad. It's almost the same thing in real estate. Like, uh, if you just like, don't be real with people. So we said, Hey, we can open this to our closed network. And this isn't the next thing we said. But if we can't find anyone of our investors that we know that's crazy enough to pay that much, because, sir, you're asking for a lot, mm-hmm. we have an agent that we can list your home for, for 1%. We'll pay the 1%. And we'll pay for the commissions and the closing costs that allow we'll, – we'll put this on the MLS and try to find that buyer who's willing to you know, put it, buy it and fix it up themselves. So now we've opened it up to the MLS, and he's like, that makes sense too. So yes, you have multiple options for this person. You're not just like, oh, you don't want to accept 330. All right. Well, see you later. You know, you're like, okay, well, what about this? Have you thought about this? You know, all these different things. I think it's so important for people to continue to expand in the business so that you can, can provide solutions. It's not always just going to be one answer. Yeah. The reality is like 95% of people will never accept a cash offer. 
right? It's just too low and they're not motivated enough. So if you're hunting for the 5%, that's fine. You can do that. But I'm able to take like the 20%, the 25, the 30, because yes. I, can, I know what options are available. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. I'm about to call my buyer and he's an agent and I'm about to say, yo, bro, you want to um, list this thing for us? And let's see how that conversation goes. This is a novation conversation. That's what they call it, novation conversation. Um, well, can you talk more about uh, novations? What is that more about like that process a little bit right before you call your buyer? Of course. So novation, what it is, is it's a, you're, if you don't own a home, you can't list the home in your, you can't like sign off, but a novation allows you to do that with per, uh, certain paperwork, like a attorney mm -hmm. of fact. So you're the, the seller's basically saying, yeah, go ahead and list it in my behalf. I don't care. They sign. I see. Okay. For them. Now, the reason why we do novations is because we can't as wholesalers, the bank, a traditional financing on conventional FHA, all those banks, they will not pay a wholesale fee. So we can't wholesale this deal to a bank. We, right. What we have to do is we have to um, sell it on a, uh, you know, list it and put a, it's called um, attorney of fact, not attorney of fact, a memorandum uh, or affidavit memorandum or a notice of interest. And you yeah. just basically that on the home. So when it does sell, you can, ex you can collect a fee. That's how you're doing it. So you're not, oh, like, I see. you're connect, you're collecting a, a fee and releasing your notice of interest for, uh, you know, a certain amount. Nice. We should talk more about, I mean, not, maybe not this call, but like in our next call, talk more about novations. Cause I think that that's something that a simple relationship with agents that that's, I think that it sounds like anyway, it, it's yeah. an easy thing for people to get into rather than just wholesaling a deal to get into novations. Yeah, you have to have options and you have to be transparent. You're not going to be able to list someone's house and ask them to sign an attorney of fact to let you or power of attorney to let you sign, like sell, like uh, list their home for them unless you have a great relationship of trust, right? Yes. And how do you build options? You, you, if you just go in with one option, and you force them to do it and you're like, hey, if you don't take this, it's off the table in 24 hours. You think this guy cares? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's call your buyer. All right. All right. So. Let me see. Let me call. Um, let's see. And let us know too, guys, while Nathan is making this call, what market are you in? What's something that you're struggling with lately? Hit the like button on the video. Let us know that, you know, that you're here for this content that we're putting out and all this amazing information that Nathan is sharing with real deals that he's working on. I think that is so invaluable to be sharing the real process and the things that people don't really talk about. It's like, it's not just like, go pull this list. He's really talking about the conversations that he's having and how that really feels when you're in those situations for things that I don't hear people talking about very much. So let us know your market and, and hit that like button too. But we're, we're here for you. And Landry, I like feedback. Is this information, is it exciting? Is it more, is it better than? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Cause it's like, you're for me anyway, it's like when you're looking this stuff up, like whatever, like, let's just say there's, I'm sure all of you guys here watching at some point have looked up how to wholesale real estate. And I, it doesn't mean that the other videos out there are bad or anything. There's amazing information out there everywhere, but so many, you just see like step one to five and it doesn't tell you anything about 
the title company and the really nitty gritty things about reaching out to the title company to find buyers and all of these little nitty gritty things that can so boost your business in the beginning. And I feel like that's the information you're providing. So anyway, it's, it's huge. That's what we're here for. I like to hear. Okay. Let's call Nate. Let's see if he answers. This is a, uh, my awesome, one of my awesome buyers. I told him I was calling, so he should answer. But I told him I called him 10 minutes ago because – oh, here you Yo. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me all right? What's up, brother? How you doing? Thanks for the call. Hey, man, I wanted to present an opportunity to you and see if you'd be interested. Is that is that cool? Yeah, so I'm doing this. This is training purposes. I'm just letting you know I got my my community listening just so they can so they can learn how to talk to an awesome cash buyer. Is that cool, Nate? Yes. So, Nate, um, I have this property in Sandy, Utah, that um, we went to go see yesterday. I went with a cash buyer, and the the seller wants four hundred thousand for it. And uh, the the cash buyer, most cash buyers are going to be around like three fifty to like buy it and flip it. So we approached the guy and said, hey, we can we can do a novation. We can put this thing on the market for you and list it. Um, and the guy was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm cool with you guys putting it on there. And we, we said we would cover the commission of the buyers, uh, the buyer's commission. We'd cover um, the listing commission. And um, yeah, so it's just a normal novation. I, know, I don't think we've, you've ever done one of those, have you? No, I have not. Okay. Well, basically where we're at on this deal is uh, the seller is okay to either list it or let us do a novation on it. And he just wants someone to uh, go and see the house. And, you know, we've talked about whether paying you a commission for listing it, or we can kind of dive deeper into the, the weeds about like a novation and how that works. But um, I was wondering if you'd be able, you would, if you want to list the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Are you um, by chance going to be down in, in Sandy anytime soon? Uh, I could be down Thursday or Friday if you want. Friday is probably best for me. Thursday or Friday? Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty much where we where we go at this point is just you go see it. You kind of tell us what uh, what you think it would list for. We're thinking about listing it at about 440. It's I think ARV is about 520. It's an older home, so it needs needs quite a bit of work, but you know, we're kind of hoping for that person that would buy it and uh, you know, just live in it and fix it up themselves. Yeah, there's more activity now than there was last month, so you got a shot at this one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so I will send that over to you. I'll send you the walkthrough video. I will send you the address so you can look at it. You might even want to comp it before you head out um, yes. to go see them and tell see if it's even worth your time. But I do believe it's uh, – I think we can get it done. So I talked to the um, the wholesaler. So this is a guy named Francis. He's um he's a guy in Atlanta that has this deal that we're I'm working with him on. So he's he said he's cool with paying um I know we pay you like twenty five hundred, but he said he's cool with paying one percent so of the of the listing fee. So if you want to make a little bit more, I think we can get you a little bit more too. Cool. Dude, I'm always looking out for you, man. I always want to, I want you to get a little bit more. I, I think that what is that? If if it's if it sells for four forty, I think you get an extra two K. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's freaking go. Don't tell him I told you that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not such. I want to help you out. So and any any information on that one deal we're doing in Fort Myers, or is that pretty much uh just going through? I know I've signed 
that's all I know. I don't even know if the seller has signed, but I'll follow up with Noel. Man, I'm telling you right now, that title company in Florida, we got to do something about them. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. We're using someone else next time for sure. Sounds good. All right, Nate. Well, I appreciate it. I'll send you that information about the listing and, um, you know, we can dive a little bit deeper later if uh, about the novation paperwork, because really what it is, is we sign an attorney, in fact, with the seller, him allowing us to list it for him. And then you would you would list it for us. But we can we can dive deeper into that later. OK, sounds good. All right, brother. Talk to you later. All right, man. See ya. Yeah. Yes. OK, that's it. Simple, right? Simple. So talk a little bit about uh, when you're, you know, to, to pay him as well. Like, cause obviously he's appreciative of what you're saying. So you were saying with, it would be the 1% or. Yes. So, so this is how it works. A listing agent usually takes 3%, right? When yes. They list the That's property. what I, I was also going to ask you about that. Cause you were talking about the 1%. Sure. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I was talking to Francis and Francis was cool with doing 1% commission. Okay. Nate yeah. Usually does $2,500 for me flat. Twenty five hundred bucks. Okay. So the house is worth. Let's say we list it for four four thousand or four hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Nate getting twenty five hundred for you helping me out. I'm willing because Francis said it was okay, and I want to thank Nathan, <clears throat> Nate for helping me out. I'm going to willing to pay him one percent. Francis said it's cool. I want to help him out. Obviously, I could make an extra two k, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I want to help Nate. That's that's the conversation I just had. Love that. That is, I, I think that's so cool too. Cause you're like, Oh, you know, you're still bringing it to people. Even, even though maybe you haven't done a novation with them in the past, it's like, you're continuously starting those conversations and bringing things to people and opportunities to other people where everybody can win in, in these deals. So yeah. I'm excited to see, I'm excited for the next time, you know, we go live and we can talk more about like, if what happens with this deal. I love it. So if, if anyone's interested, we can take a look at the house to see, I'm going to, cause this is what, what would happen next step. I have to send Nate the, I got to text him the address. I got to text him um, the video. So he knows what he's getting into. And I got to set up a time. Those are the three yes. things we have to do. Let's so, uh, let's, we should look at the video of what the property looks like. Let's here. Let's see some of these questions too. Um, or comments here. It looks like we have Jeremy. I don't know if you can bring it up here on the screen yes, on your end. Let's see. Okay, Jeremy, what's up? You want me to answer that question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeremy, this is the deal. In New York City, Jersey, those are tough. I, people say they're tough markets, right? Because what's going on is if you go and make an offer on a single family home, there's a lot of high rollers in New York that have a lot of money. They have to place their funds somewhere, right? So you, if you don't understand exactly what to offer and you're just making 75% of ARV minus repairs, minus wholesale fee, you're going to get beat out every time in these big markets because you have these large players that need to send their, spend their money. They do volume. So they make less money. They don't care as much. You need to align yourself with those people and go bring them deals. I talked to a girl yesterday who was in Jersey City. Same thing. She's been trying for a long time. She's losing every offer she makes because she's just – she doesn't – she's not working with anyone. She just is trying to get lucky. You don't have to get lucky, Jeremy and this other girl I was talking about. Go to Aria. Go to um, – connect with someone at a local meetup and say, who's the top buyer here? Go meet with them. Go find them a deal. They'll buy you a deal. Why? Because they need to spend their money. It's just sitting in a bank depreciating, and these guys have to spend their money. That's how you're going to succeed. 
not just I'm not assu- I'm assuming that you're just trying to find a deal randomly. Um, don't do it. Go connect with somebody and they'll help you out. Would you also recommend too? Because I think it's so genius the uh, going to connect with title companies and find buyers. Is that just really in any market? Like that could be another. I think that's such a a soft way to find buyers because it's referral after referral with finding yeah. people I think is so good. Look, like I have a lot of buyers in Utah, but I decided not to call any of them and just talk to my title company because I had a specific area of Sandy yes. and because it's a hot area, like it's a desired area here in Utah. I knew she would know who's actually looking in that area. And that's so, somebody she actually works with that actually, you know, that she's talking to in that specific area that, She's providing you that information. So valuable. There's power relationships, everybody. Like I've done all this, like with just a cell phone. Like I remember Christina, the title lady I work with. I remember Nathan. I don't have to like go through a CRM to look. It's easy. And then Francis is in my phone from Atlanta. Like these are three people that I know that are, we're going to do a deal. Now you can do the route of just when you're, when you're a more experienced, you can build out systems and processes and like do, do a lot of volume, but in the beginning, you need to establish your foundation and, and build these, uh, these, these muscles that are going to help you, you know, grow, but I yes. wouldn't immediately start, you know, trying to do all this at once. It, it's very difficult. Yeah. Okay. What, what about this other one? So, okay. So that was the advice here that you just gave Jeremy, Perfect. Uh, if you're still watching, is that helpful? Or, or was that, um, is that trash advice? I'm, I'm curious. I'd like to, I'd like to hear <laughs> the, the vibe, the feedback. That's what I would do, Jeremy. If I was dropped in New York city right now, I wouldn't make a single offer on anything until I knew who the top players were and what they were buying. And I would even get them to pay for my batch leads account. I'd say, Hey, John, look, I need a hundred bucks or two ninety nine a month or whatever. I need you to pay for my batch leads account. I need you to pay for my lists. Tell me exactly where you want me to go, and I'm going to call all day. This guy, this guy that's worth ten million dollars is going to be like, sure, whatever. Just find yeah, me. I was about to say, have you? What's your experience ever asking somebody like, how does that even work? Are they just like, oh, sure, like I'll just? Well, it's it's a relationship, right? You got to establish yourself as a goat, like someone they trust, right? And that's mm-hmm. the conversation of like, hey, this is what I do. Nice to meet you. And I've had people in New York, Jeremy, that's why I'm telling you this, because I've had guys in New York, buyers who are begging me to come and work for them. Like, dude, I'll, I'll give you a list. I'll tell you where to go. Just uh, yep. And I'm like, nah, man, I got my own business going on. And they're like, okay. So this is, that's how they work out there. They're like, they're good. They're the top guys, at least they're, they're like gunslingers. They're like, they're, they're, they got the silver tongue or whatever. They're, they're, they're just serious. So if you come to them serious and you're like, I want to make you money, they're going to get you set up. I love it. Awesome. Oh, and then it looks like we have Alex here and he's in Phoenix. So, so good to see anybody else that's joining us. Let us know where you're at and questions that you have. And if this has been valuable so far and hit the like button too on the like. We got to know if it's valuable because if, if it's not, I'm not going to talk about it again, but if it's good, we'll keep it going. Yeah. hundred percent. So let's look at this. um, Let's look at this property. I went and saw. Okay. I'm excited. What, what do you think the condition of this thing is? What's your, uh, what's your vibe? What Just you, from what? the TikTok, it looks, it looks fine. Like it looks like it's probably in, in pretty fair condition and probably wouldn't need 
a ton, it would probably be like a pretty basic, just from the little bit I saw of the floor, probably a pretty basic rehab and whatever. So that might actually be super helpful for everyone here. So everyone can know, okay, this might be something that Landry looks at and is like, mm, you know, this might not be that expensive. I'll tell you exactly what it costs. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, let's do a game for everyone that's okay. watching Landry and everybody else that's watching. I want you to guess what the rehab estimate would be on this property after you watch this video, put in your number, but also know that it's going to be $13,000 on the outside because the backyard in order to sell it for that much money, they have uh, to the yeah, whole backyard. They better curb appeal. Yeah. So curb appeal 13,000. So okay. Um, just start with that. That's your base. You know, it's at least 13,000 if this flipper is going to take it. So what else are you going to see in this video is going to help you add it on there? Okay. I'm excited for this because there's a few things that like when we're doing challenges or classes or whatever that I've just like gathered from, you know, other awesome investors, just a lot of information I've soaked up and I share with people just some estimates. So I'm going to use those and I'm going to put them to the test and oh. see, wait, what's the square footage on the property? It's uh, you gotta pull it up with batch, batch yeah. Let's pull it up with batch, yeah. Let's show it again here, guys. This is the property that, once again, if anybody's hopping on that wasn't here in the beginning, that we're looking at this property that Nathan is actually working on a deal right now with, and we're gonna guess what the rehab might be, keeping in mind the outside will be at least 13. Oh, and he had, oh, this is interesting because I wonder when this picture was taken because there's rocks now in the front yard, right? Just a year ago. So he fixed he fixed the front and he said he spent $7,000 on doing the landscape in the front yard with rocks, which is ridiculous. Why? Yeah, why though? <laughs> why would you do Because I'm like, I'm liking this, you know? Yeah, it was a rental. So uh, the, the tenants did not take care of the yard. That's, it looked okay. bad, bad yard. So that just, makes more sense. So, but still so sad to put rocks there. Okay. So the square footage is 1543. So cool. And it has a carport. Let's get to know. Okay, great. Okay. I'm ready. And just Let's... think 7,000 for a front yard, the backyard's double. So it's almost going to be double to do the backyard, right? What are you guys going to do with the the front of the yard? Is it going to be grass and, and everything? Or uh, just make it that's, that's the guy wanted to do grass and sod. Yeah. He said it would cost about, you know, 13 K. Cool. And a lot of you might be like, well, he doesn't need to do that. Like, Hey, in order to get the ARV to the yes. 520, the 550 that we wanted to, you got to take this thing. To that's that. what people care about. If anybody's gone and looked, I know that when I was house hunting, there was, I mean, we didn't end up getting like a new build or anything like that, but there were a, the houses that I was really excited about looking at had been either fixed and flipped and the yards, they had attention. Like that detail makes a huge difference. Exactly. So, so okay. you, need, you need batch to get your rehab as well to make sure, you know, do that estimate. Um, by the way, Jeremy's saying, where can I find meetups and surround myself around these buyers? Uh, Jeremy, if you're interested, that's kind of what I do. I have a master class every Thursday. Uh, if you just go to painless, um, if you just type in painless masterclass, you actually can, um, go and I teach you guys how to use batch as well on it and find buyers. So if you're interested, I, we can't go into deep, like how to find those buyers right now, but that's what I would do. You said it's painlesswholesaling.com. Yes. Yeah, painlesswholesaling.com is, is where you would go. I always I also have painlessmasterclass.com. Well, actually, masterclass.com doesn't exist. I was going to buy that one, but painlesswholesaling.com. Okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. If, if you're ready, I will uh, show that video. 
You ready yeah, to rock? I'm ready. I want to, I'm ready to be tested here. Everybody else be making your guesses on what you think the repair cost is going to be. Once again, keep in mind the outside is going to be at least 13. So I'm, I'm going to take right. my best guess. I hope you're ready. Let's go. Yeah. All right. There might not be sound on this. It's okay. All right. So, so let's just take a look at it. I'll, I'll narrate. Car okay. Old carpet. You can see here that the trim is old. Mm -hmm. uh, no drywall needs to be done, but you see these doors are old. Knobs are nasty. Okay. Yep. Adds up quick. Yep. Cabinets. Uh, old. He wants to do a new kitchen and bathrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, old floor. That's not cute. This deck is about to fall down. Mm. Oh, I see. Yep. So let's go back real quick so you can see this door. I see that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that before in the other video that it's kind of like falling apart. Yeah, and the glass door barely slides open. So these are little things that, you know, a wholesaler like probably wouldn't notice, but this is a flipper's looking at all this. And you can see the backyard uh, through here. It's just like dirt, nasty. So kitchen, new kitchen. Old, old tile, nasty sh old shower. It, again, this might be livable for somebody. It is livable, but it's not going to attract top dollar. So even if it's old it, and it's clean, that doesn't mean it's not going to be a full rehab, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. And that kind of sad because you're like, man, this is livable. Too bad we have to spend, you know, such, yeah. and such money on it. But, um, you know, that's how you get the top dollar for it. So that's the top. Now, another thing that uh, like this little marble in the entrance. Now, another thing is that marble might look cool, but that's so not in style. Cool. No, I know. It's those things that even if something's well-maintained, it's like sometimes it's got to go as well, you know, yep. to so get it up to what this house Again, and you'd be like, that's not too bad. That's just the utility room. So that's never yeah. going to be cool. But All right. The it by the way does not have HVAC. It just has a swamp cooler, so that's. Oh. Old. Is he wanting to do HVAC? Yeah, because yeah. most new houses like they have air conditioning. Yeah, so that's there's another cost. Right. All right, there it is, everybody. So, without me saying anything, what do you think the uh, the rehab cost is? Everybody that's um watching this. I want to comment. I want participation. Yeah. I want to see you guys. If you are enjoying this, then let us know and actually, you know, be here for it. So put your guys' guesses down. I'm curious. I'm thinking about it as well. Um, so 1500 square feet. I know that there, I know the offer price that you guys gave as well that he declined. So I would say, Don't be, don't be ashamed if you're off. Okay. Well, you know what? Also, I'm curious about, uh, what, like when putting this together too, what was that buyer willing to pay percentage wise of ARV? So we didn't even talk about that. Like, because, oh, okay. um, I don't care about that rule. No, like not just, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a good rule. Really? Okay. I'm curious. I mean, uh, let's see what time we have too. Cause I'm like, that is such a big thing. Obviously, it's, it's such a, a quick huge rule. Part. It's a very quick rule to like get your your offer. Of course, but that, no. that okay. percentage differs, and if you're in California, 
if you're, um, you know, New York, if you're in Texas, if wherever you are, the, the percentage differs, people will pay more in bigger cities than they will in other places. So if you're at 75 in Salt Lake, where it's hot, or like um, in better areas, you're going to get beat by me every time. Okay. So he, you guys didn't talk about it, but he definitely, he wasn't buying at 75. He was buying. He, he actually runs his numbers. Okay. Percentage. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I would say then 30, I think, I think closer to like 50. Okay. Is that your final? I'm going to say 55. Okay, 55. So my guy said a minimum of $80,000 to do this house. Crazy, right? So let's let's break it down. The deck, decks are expensive. That's like a $10,000 deck. $13,000 in the backyard. That's already $23,000. And we have a- Oh my goodness. Right? So the kitchen, so add the kitchen. Let's say it's $15,000 for the kitchen. So we're already at, what is that, like 35? Yeah. Now you have two bathrooms. Let's say that's 10K, 5K each bathroom. So it's just going up and up and up, right? Then you have to, you know, you might have to open the floor plan depending on what they want to do. You have to, uh, like little trim. The Oh, that adds up so quick. All of the doors, things doors, like that. Trim, doorknobs, uh, new, you know, um, what else is there? Uh, HVAC. HVAC is going to yeah. be expensive. So you look at something as wholesalers, we look at something and we're like, you just look inside the house. You're like, it's not that bad. Somebody can do it. Yeah. It's not that bad if uh, someone's going to live in, in themselves, but this flipper, most flippers are trying to do the best product out there. So their, their product doesn't sit on the market for yes. six months. You do a bad job right now. Your, your home's going to sit. Now during the pandemic, you could throw anything on the MLS. If this was during the pandemic, I would have just bought it myself and listed it. And just been like, oh, a whole tail it. But that's not how it works right now. So 30. So let's 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 break down these numbers again really quick. So I have something called the painless calculator. Painless oh yeah. I had a lot of people commenting and asking if they can people get a hold of that, or is that something more like in your master class or, or? it's it's more in my community just because I've spent like over a thousand dollars to build this. Yeah. Okay. It, well, good to know. Yeah, yeah. It tells you how to make like every offer from cash, renovation, if they renovate it themselves, novations, seller finance, if they list it. And it tells them exactly what they'll net. So I like to show this to sellers and say, hey, this is what you're going to net if you pick this up. So let's go and uh, run the numbers. So we believe this house is probably worth about 510, right? Five, maybe 520 ARV. So I put the ARV in there. And let's see. He wants to sell it at 400,000. Okay, he wants 400,000. My hard money, my buyer is going to get buyer, get a hard money loan and he's going to pay 12% interest, two points. He's going to bring 15% down. It's probably going to take him 5 months to flip this thing. He's going to pay commissions and fees. He's an agent, so he might not have to um, do do the, uh yeah, realistic. So we'll we'll take it to 4%. This house is 15.50 square feet. Now mm-hmm. The, 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 this calculator, what it does is it lets you go basic, medium, or everything. Now this house needs pretty much everything. And it brings us out to 54 to 50. Oh, except obviously I didn't, you know, not the front yard, but yes, exactly. Yeah. So actually, Landry, you were amazingly on 
but on the yeah, inside anyway, and the inside, but now we talk about, um, the, the backyard and the deck, let's, let's just say that's 20 K. So yeah. add 20. So it's about 74. And one thing about the house is it has a garage port. Now uh, most yeah. that are going for 520, 530 have enclosed garages. So they would have to cover the carport. So now we're talking like the, the seller said, I go right here and I say 80,000, right? Didn't even think about, there's another thing. Yep. That, that stuff matters. So if I wholes if I get this property, it, not even to wholesale it, right? Cause this isn't, the, this is the wholesale calculator that like helps you calculate how much you wholesale. This is just the flippers numbers. If I wanted to wholesale this to them for 410 and I got it for 400, I make 10 K. They lose $24,710 on their, their investment. Terrible investment, right? Yes. So that's why he comes to me and he says, yo, I can buy it at, five, uh, at 3.30. Because he wants to make a 12% return on his invest on, on his investment. Well, not his investment, but he, makes, he wants to make 12% of the purchase price. Most flippers want to be anywhere between 10 to 20. Obviously, 20, they're really killing it. But not not a lot of people right now will risk 80k five months of their time putting down uh, a down payment of 50k to make less than 10 percent. So would you say that that is more more? I guess it depends on you know who's going to be who's planning on buying your deal and what they're going to be doing with it. Because obviously he's fixed and flipping it. I think that that is something that's huge about understanding what your buyer is actually going to do with your yeah. deal. You know, I think that is a huge, huge uh, thing to keep in mind. But would you say the uh, just more understanding like what they want to make on it, not so much like what percentage they will buy at, but more of what they want to make is something. This is what that's what I'm gathering. Would you say that that's, that's true? Is That's all I care about is what they want to make. So, um, because they're not going to buy it if they don't net, they don't make money. So I don't care about the percentage of ARV minus blah, blah, blah. I'm doing that anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm calculating for them. Now, if he came to me, he's like, Nate, this house isn't a bad, it's, I just need 40,000 of work. Then he's making 19%. My guy just needs to make 12. That's what he wants. So if he wants to make 12, then I can add my wholesale fee in here. If I got it at like three thirty. And um, from the seller, and I give it to him at 390. Okay, that's a little too much of a wholesale fee, but uh, you can increase your wholesale fee to like you know 360, so you make 30,000. There you go. Now, this this one is a little easier to look at than this, so it's the same numbers, it's 520. Um, you get it from the seller at 330. Um, five months. 3%, 12 months. Okay. And then the rehab is uh, 40K in this scenario, in this example. So my guy just needs to be at 17%, uh, 12%. So I can increase my wholesale fee to whatever will get him to that point. Okay. So, wow. That's okay. so nice. Wow. That's awesome. like, okay. So there you go. If you get this property at 330, you wholesale it to your uh, buyer for three seventy five. You just made forty five thousand dollars, and he's happy because he made sixty k. Now that's how I run my numbers. I I look and see did my guy make money? Because when he says no, then I can have a better conversation. Be like, dude, why not? You, it, it meets your numbers. Like you're gonna make your profit that you're looking yeah. for, and then it's a better conversation. That is so huge. I hope that this. 
like that you guys are absorbing this. And if you have questions, like, please let us know, hit that like button. If this has been valuable for you guys as well, because we want to continue to do this show for you guys. And we want to know if this is something that you guys want to continuously come to, because that is so huge to understand. Cause it's like going through your numbers, you look it up and it's just such a simple calculation. Sure. That can give you an idea once again, but it's like, what really matters, understanding what matters to your buyer and listening to what they care about, building those relationships. I feel like that's really what it comes down to is, you know, having the right information from the people that you're talking to. Is, yeah. And you then know. you carry on and move on to the next person and gather more information. And it's just a cycle. Yeah, you're going to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off. If in the very beginning, if you don't know what people want like your your end client the end buyer is the clients the person that pays you yes finding sellers is important but you don't make any money from finding a motivated seller you make money by wholesaling it selling it you know yes. so you have to care about what's going on in that other end and for some reason wholesalers think it's just maybe because they're top but they think it's just about getting the deal like finding a deal that's that doesn't always get you paid no. And there's so many other things too. I, I just recently did a video on it and I just talked to somebody recently, um, in the community, which by the way, all of you guys, um, you can scroll up. I posted the link to join the batch community in there so you guys can get connected. It's okay. If you're not using batch, you can definitely get in there. Um, there it is. So it's at the very top. You guys can find it, but, um, and also Nathan, can people get into your community? I don't know if we, you want to share it or. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I also have a, a community as well. Ba batches is far greater though. You know, batches. No, you're, what the heck? No, yours is way better. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, different, different things you guys are going to find. <laughs> like join both of them. They're free. Obviously you, you guys are on discord. We're on Slack. Right. There's such similar platforms, but. You can learn more about how to use the products kind of thing and obviously connect with people that are using them or not, you know, in the batch one. But Nathan puts out amazing information and you can get connected to classes and things that he hosts, too. So you don't want to miss out on taking advantage of those things. But yeah, um, just put the link in there for mine as well. So, OK, yeah, definitely join those. I mean, what's the harm in getting connected with people? I feel like that's one of the biggest things with this is the relationships that you're forming and with the, that call that you made earlier, that was a, that was awesome. Yeah. Everyone, she's exactly right. Relationships. I have never joined a community or a coaching or program where I haven't done a deal with someone in the group because my goal, every time I talk to anyone is how can I provide value to them? So if you want to succeed in this industry, anyone you talk to be like, how can I serve that person? How can I provide value? Whether that's through, you know, calling a list they have or wherever you're at in your journey, right? I'm not going to call a list that someone has because I don't, I'm past that. Not saying that that's bad, but there's steps, there's levels of this, right? So just know where you are and learn from others and you'll get to where you want to go. Yes. Okay. I have a, uh, did you drop that in there for people? Okay, cool. Yeah. Click on that link guys to get into Nathan's community as well. Yes, it's free. Um, I wanted to ask you one other thing and maybe we'll talk more about it next week too. Mm -hmm. Um, and for those of you that have joined us live, definitely come or not next week in two weeks. Sorry about that. Or no, once a month. Sorry. There's a lot of live things going on sure. once a month. <laughs> I think it's the second Wednesday of every month. Is that what we do? No, yes. it's the third, it's the third Wednesday of every month. That's third. <laughs> it's the third, but hopefully you guys will uh, come next month too. But, um, maybe the last thing to kind of talk about 
if you have any bullet points you would say, and then maybe we can talk more about this next time, like uh, kind of almost like a little bit of a cliffhanger for people to be thinking about. We can go into more info on picking a market and maybe some of the the biggest points on on that. Maybe we'll do that next time because I know we're running out of time, but maybe uh, we'll go over like when you're picking a market, does it matter on the population of people? What are some things you're looking at just so that people aren't, because I think people overthink that and then they don't do anything. They don't reach out to any buyers. They don't reach out to any sellers because they're just like, I don't know what market to pick because that's such a huge step. Yes. And and the thing is, the grass is greener is something that everyone is going to face when they start this. They're going to say, oh, New York's no, no, Jeremy, I'm not calling you out. But they're going to say New York is hard or Atlanta's hard or I hear that with every market. It's hard. Yeah, this is it's too hard of a market. Hey, Salt Lake City everywhere. There's investors everywhere. You're wherever you go, there's going to be competition. It's not about, um, you know, it is important to go to a place that has investor activity. So if you're going to go to end of in Montana in a town of like a hundred uh, houses, well, that's, that's a hundred houses that you potentially can work with. So you want to go where there's a lot of investor activity. That's we'll go deeper into that next time. And like how to yeah, find them. But I think that would be good. It's just common sense. Uh, it's like you have to go where the population is great because that just means a lot of people are moving in, moving out, and uh, flip. there's a lot of flips going on. So that's kind of where you would pick. You obviously want to be in your backyard if you can so you can go. Like I did, I just drove. It was seven minutes from my office. I was like, why not? So awesome, yeah. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I'll leave it at that, but it, it definitely is important to not have the grasses greener because that's actually what happened to me when I first – I was doing Salt Lake City when I first started. I was doing two years of it and I was doing good, but I was like, man, this, this is hard. There's got to be better, better areas. And then yeah. I went nationwide and I just opened myself to the whole United States. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what, like who's paying what, like what's going on. I still did deals, but it was a nightmare. A lot of people yeah. run their business like that, but that's okay if they want to do that. I don't do that. I've come back to Utah and I said, the best way to work with people is to understand, master the market, pick one market, master it, and master what people are buying and the relationships there. And yes. Oh, that's so good. I want to talk about, so next time let's talk about finding out like those, those bullet points of things that people need to be keeping in mind for picking their market. And we should hear more about like your first deal and, or showing people about that. I know we've talked about that in the past, but anybody that's, that's a, starting to join these lives, you know, refreshing that and bringing that back up. So I think it's good for people to see like where you are in the successes in your business currently, like where that started, the challenges you faced and things like that, I think is huge because, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, you're a person doing this as well. You know, it's, yeah. it's not overnight, everybody. It's not right. like everything I've told you, like, it's like, Oh man, I wish I would, I can just do that right now. Like it takes time. It, it does, but it's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. It's, you know, it's not an overnight success. You might look at me and be like, oh man, Nate, he knows all this. It's like, well, I've been working really hard for the last while and that's, that's how I learned it. So, um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. I don't know if, we, I don't think we missed any questions or anything. So J Jeremy did say 69. Oh, yeah. Jer Jeremy, right on brother. There you go. You did good. He's, he's ready. He's ready to yeah. go meet with some buyers and oh, heck yeah. looking for some deals in, in New York city. And by the way, the, the average assignment fee in New York and California and those higher price markets is like thirty to fifty thousand. So Jeremy, you find a deal, you're gonna make a lot. So don't don't get discouraged. 
just know that you got to approach this the right way. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully you'll come in and let us know your progress, Jeremy, and get connected in the the communities as well. Cause I know I'm sure you have people in your community that are in New York. I have a couple, I, mm-hmm. we're still getting more people in there, but yeah, there's people all over that you just don't know until you reach out and start those combos. So that's true. All right, everybody. Well, I guess we're heading out. We'll see you next um, next month uh, on their next and uh, call and reach out to either of us and we'll help you in our communities. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys.